0: Hopefully, you are uh, coming into this morning with a decent night of sleep, at least. Otherwise, bad news, you're going to go nuts. AJ McCall at VFX. AJ flying solo today. A study was done at the University of South Florida that found that three bad nights of sleep in a row is rough, but six can be, and I quote, soul crushing. Now, that's not a term I take lightly because, granted, I throw it around a little bit, but I feel like it applies in my situation, usually in a creative nature, like soul crushing is when you're trying to do something creative and you feel restricted and, and not uh, free to do what you want, it becomes immediately soul crushing because you're not enjoying it. To me, creativity is an expression of the soul. But what they found is if you get less than six hours of sleep, you start to feel a little bit worse each day. After three days, it's very rough, but then your body levels out for a little bit, gets kind of used to it. And then six days... Is your physical worse? And I got bad news. To me, that's just being an adult. Now, six days is a nice magic number because ideally you go through the five-day work week. You don't hit six because you're able to have time to take a nap or sleep in a little bit, even though there's errands to run. But parents? Like, <laughs> this study consider parents at all? Because I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, parents, I believe for what, the first three to six months, maybe three to nine months of a newborn, I, I, they, they tell you like, you're just flat out not going to sleep because you got to take care of them on a nightly basis. Like they're going to be up and about all the time. You got to feed them and all that. So yeah, I'm, I think we put this one in the door science category. I mean, six six to eight hours is the magic number, but, you know, when you're an adult, I think that you kind of skip some of those nights, especially during the work week. Now, don't let me be the the spokesperson, the lead one on this one, because, heck, this week alone, I've told myself multiple times, all right, all right, we're going to go to bed early, and then what do I do? I don't. So then I go home, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to nap, so that way I go to bed early, so I stay up for a little bit, try and do some stuff, and then I take a nap, and then I stay up too late, next thing you know. I'm going to bed at one o'clock. I get like four hours of sleep and we start the whole process over. It's a never ending cycle. And then this weekend I'll sleep in until like 10, 11 o'clock. And then Sunday night, it'll be a pain in the butt. And we start the cycle all back up again. But again, the five day work week, I guess I'm not getting the soul crush. So good news. I'm not going to snap and go crazy. I'm just going to be rough around the edges Monday through Friday. Duh, science. AJ McCall at VFX uh, again um, called sick AJ flying solo. So if you have anything to add throughout the show, four, three, five, seven, eight, seven, zero, nine, four, five. You can text in six, eight, two, five, five. Just start your text with VFX. Well, I would enjoy the company. Um, this year may be the year of the walkout because it's starting to become more and more popular and it's, it can't be a good sign. 2021, the year of the walkout as it's continuing to pick up steam. Not a good thing if you like to visit fast food locations. Well, let's be honest, like everybody growing up, like I heard it from my parents too. No, we're not going to eat fast food, but yeah. get overworked, get tired. It's been a long day. You're like, all right, fine, whatever. We're just going to grab it. This is the one time. AJ McCall at VFX, AJ flying solo today, McCloud sick. Uh, we already heard the McDonald's uh, video that went viral, the entire staff walking out. McCall examined that, right, with all her customer service experience. Well, the entire staff of a Burger King now in Nebraska quit over this weekend. They announced it, though, on the marquee, writing sorry for the inconvenience. So they went out of their way to be, um, you know, maybe a little bit more professional about it. And they said, the staff said, it was justified. So the employees are overworked, understaffed, forced to work in a very hot kitchen without air conditioning, and corporate wouldn't repair their broken equipment. So when the general manager of the location put their two weeks' notice in, it started a chain reaction to tell everyone wanted out. The former general manager said that they didn't think anyone would really care about the marquee. They just wanted to put up a sign to say, sorry, there's not going to be anyone here. Burger King has it commented, but upper management was not happy. They changed the marquee immediately and shifted employees to the location. Did remain open. But it's interesting because... so I feel like you go one of two ways. You either immediately... Side with the fast food workers because we know, we know people can be, there's a reason customer service jobs are usually referred to as like the worst jobs you can have. Or at a glance, not surprising with where we are in society, you also say underworked, understaffed, tough. That's not how it goes. And default opinion on mine is for an older generation to just be like, wow, they're being lazy. The interesting thing about that is, is maybe definitely can't deny that maybe that's the case maybe maybe there's certain things about that that you just kind of have to grit your teeth through because i think at the end of the day almost no job is perfect you find the things you like and hopefully you get to be expressive hopefully it is perfect but there's some stuff you got to grit your teeth through but but ultimately i think a big difference for myself is you don't have to accept what you don't think is good enough i think you can always pitch ideas you can always bring things to the forefront you can always expect to raise Ideally, the situation and the atmosphere will also raising, you know, the performance and the production of the of uh, the restaurant itself. But the thing is, is this gonna catch on? We've now had two of these stories in, in a week of entire staffs just quitting, which is fascinating to me because again, everybody has that that quit scenario, right? You have that like you're gonna go in there, you flip your boss's desk, you're gonna say a lot of words I can't say on the radio, and you're gonna just give them a one four. But you, you don't because you got to you gotta quit in a nice way. You can't burn the bridges, but you still have that fascination. And then I don't know about anybody else, but there's definitely places I have worked at where me and several coworkers said this place sucks. I wish that a message would get through to management and just one person quitting would not seem to do it. And you're like, we should all quit at the same time. I've had that conversation, but then you laugh about it. And you can't do it because you got to cater to adult responsibilities. You got to pay bills. You got to take care of stuff. You need the money. You can't just quit and then be out there and try and sort it out. But the fact that everybody did it is nuts because I think until everybody gets out in the parking lot, you're holding your breath to the last minute to make sure that nobody bailed or half of it didn't bail because then your message isn't sent. And then you're like, oh, crap, did I make the wrong decision? 2021, middle part of this year right now is the year of the walkout of fast food places. And I don't think it's slowing down. It's interesting to see if this will force places to start reevaluating their situations. We've already seen the pay increase, especially here in the Valley, skyrocket, right? Because there's just not employees around. So it'd be interesting to see if situation evaluated across the country to make them maybe maybe just maybe a little bit better. When it comes to family traditions get established and they become massively important, especially if they're brand new ones. One listener wanted to break tradition solely cuz he didn't like his daughter's boyfriend, which we get, it's a story as old as time, but when it comes to not inviting him, uh, I don't know necessarily you can go quite that far. Initially at least Now, as not a property owner, I will defer to the property owner in this uh, A.J. McCall show, Debate a Date, brought to you by Automatrix Group on VFX. Here is the uh, the message from the listener. A.J. McCall, I own a place in the mountains, and every year since my kids were born, we spend the week before school, we go back up there on vacation. It's become a family tradition. Okay. And ever since the kids were old enough, I'd let them bring a friend, or my ex and I would bring another family. We always have company. Even as they got older, they could bring a boyfriend or girlfriend. My daughter's 22 and is dating a guy that, frankly, I can't stand, and she can't wait for him to see the cabin and for him to fish with me and for everyone to, quote, get to know each other better. So I'm pretty sure I've already made up my mind on what I'm going to do, but I figured I'd throw it out there to you guys and ask, do I let him come or do I change the tradition and make it just family this time?
1: Uh, Well, if it's been something that you've already had set, okay, it's your property. You can do whatever you want with it. Facts. If she's already been looking forward to it, though, and, I mean, you're looking, she's 22, you said? Yep. So she's old enough to be able to make the decision to date whoever. So without context of knowing what it is that you don't like about this kid. Eh.
0: He likes pineapple pizza. <sighs> I
1: can't stand it. If she's, if she has kind of maybe an, an inkling that maybe they would be, you know, you won't know until you spend some time with them. Really. It's fair. And afterwards, maybe. And then if you maybe, don't like him, push him in the lake Yeah. And if you don't like him, you can say, Kay, I met your guy. I don't like anything about him. He can't come next year. Everybody else can come. <laughs> he sucks. He <Like>, sucks. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Uh, so I'll I really take your <laughs> advice. He, it, it'll go well. No, Dad. <laughs> to, to echo McCall's sentiments, <laughs> obviously,
0: uh, he you could tell in your message, like she has established she's super excited. So You're right. It would seem prudent because if there's one thing I know about one teenager slash early college-age kids and two women in particular, you tell them no, doesn't normally go well. No. So, you might as well try it, like McCall said, and get to know him. Second of all, I do agree with McCall because I think that it's natural the older that you get, especially the kids, I mean, specifically in families, it's harder and harder to come by, like, true family time because, you know, you you first you're in high school, then you go to college, maybe you move away, and then you got your job or whatever. So, I think it's totally cool to change it. It's probably just too late for this year.
1: I would agree um, yeah, I would agree. Also, maybe there's a reason why true family time doesn't exist because people don't really want to, like, spend it because they left and then they were like, wait a second. Well, look, Nicole, I don't like this. Look, you, don't,
0: you don't have to expose the secrets of kids everywhere for why they move away. I'm just saying.
1: Well, I didn't think it was that, like, I bad.
0: <laughs> I met your guy. He sucks. He can't come next year.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, you could just use that for the next time. <laughs> i know of people that that's happened with i don't know oh, what yeah I'm with
0: you i have been i have been the the tag along significant other that's not invited to things it's not a fun place to be especially when you feel like like everyone it's if you're excluded so like make sure to call, if you decide to go that route if you decide to be like i met him he sucks not again I would suggest you make it sweeping across all your your children, not just one. Right? Like nobody I mean, can bring a guest. No, no. Don't <laughs> I mean nobody can bring a guest?
1: No. no don't, don't do that. No. No. <laughs> Everybody could come, up, but that guy. that guy sucks, that not guy, him. Dude, <laughs> seriously, if that's how you feel about it.
0: like I like how we both assume, like, you are got to try it, but we're both on board. Like, he sucks. We're with you. Maybe he does We know doesn't. nothing about Maybe him, and he great. sucks.
1: Maybe he's great. Okay? Maybe he's just fine, and there's nothing wrong, and all is well, and you're going to go fishing with him, and you're going to realize, oh my gosh, this guy is awesome. But <laughs> sometimes... People suck. I'm not a
0: doctor, but sometimes people suck.
1: I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that spending time with people that suck ruins your life. It it decreases your (laughs) lifespan. Maybe man, their would, lifespan. I don't really great. know. so
0: great. Like, imagine you're at that age, right? In high school, you think everyone's going to be the one for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then you're heartbroken. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, I was so stupid. And then you get into college and you're like, oh, this is serious. This is going to work. And wow, then this it, is really it the still one. Does it. but then, hearing and then they your,
1: actually suck. Then and... hearing
0: your dad be like, man, that guy sucks.
1: Yep. <laughs> Just <laughs> That's right there in that moment. Dude. Whew. Sometimes you just got to hear it because you can't see the forest through the trees. Look,
0: we both have had friends and or family members that have dated sucky people. So it's tough. It's a tough line to toe. I agree. (laughs) No, not that guy. He sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I will concede, especially as the oldest sibling of four. Look, kids, we should probably listen to our parents a smidge more. I'm not saying every time because there's definitely stuff they don't know about us when it comes to dating. But I think more often than not, parents and your siblings and the little bit older relatives and friends can see the train wreck that's coming. We just don't allow ourselves to see it because we're stuck in the moment, right? It's like you're too close to it. Because, like, there's plenty of stuff my dad did when I was growing up. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is annoying. You're interfering. Get out of my life. And then I watched my brother grow up. I'm like, oh, my gosh, just listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're doing. So yeah, I'll concede. Parents just maybe, just maybe see that train wreck a little bit before we do. <laughs> you will not believe the safeguards I have to go through on the very rare occasion that I am by myself for the Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX. It's AJ and McCall, McCall, sick. So that means I've got to tell the stories, right? Because we can't just both sit around without it. Otherwise, we're just sitting with crickets. I mean, there's a dance, you gotta find a key, you gotta twist it, you gotta look away while the combos entered in, cause someone else has to do it, otherwise I'd get in there all the time. It's a whole thing. And I'm just glad I don't have to do it very often. That being said, I've got your headlines. Headline number one man who was stuck in traffic decided to jump off a bridge. He was goofing around, but it took more than two hours to swim to shore. He hurt himself badly and was still sighted by police. Can't joke about that. In the age of the walkout, we already covered that, right? Well, several employees at a Taco Bell set off fireworks inside the restaurant. The explosion started a fire, which caused more than $30,000 in damage, and they couldn't do anything about it because they had locked themselves out. Kind of my argument for why the walkout, and maybe just maybe it just about employees that are lazy, because uh, I think the lazy ones do stupid stuff like that. And headline number three, Uh, A man in an airport shut the airport down after he called in a bomb threat, all because he was angry the airline was charging him for his carry-on. Look, I just saw that meme again the other day, right? Those airplanes help carry spaceships to and from places. It kind of makes that argument that you got to get charged for your carry-on a little bit ridiculous because there's no way that spaceship is that light. I mean, come on. I'm not saying it's okay definitely not to call in a bomb threat ever, AJ McCall on VFX. AJ flies solo. Treasure Bridge, live Florida, not. But I mean, those baggage claims are pretty ridiculous, don't you think, James? Absolutely. Okay, let us get to the three full stories here now. Forgive me, I might, I might give you some hints along the way. I know, right? You're gonna be bummed about that. But story number one: a man was stuck in traffic and decided to jump off a bridge. Now he was apparently quote unquote joking, but he did it anyway. So that he didn't have to sit in traffic. And uh, I don't know if anybody saw the Conor McGregor thing, but all I picture is that. And well, it took him almost two hours to swim to shore because I think we're always all overconfident in our swimming abilities. Well, uh, he also hurt himself pretty badly and was still cited by police. Okay. Okay. Story number two. Oh, boy. Look, I, I, I don't know. never worked in customer service. I have always been a little bit jealous because I feel like those groups get kind of tight-knit. Well, one Taco Bell, a bunch of employees decided, hey, let's play with some fireworks. So they decided that they were going to run around the building. Apparently, it happened to close and play with fireworks. Then someone decided, hey, let's shut them off in a trash can in the men's room. And then they decided, let's do it in the main restaurant. Now, they did have safety first in mind, so they locked the building to keep uh, customers wandering in while they're setting up fireworks and recording with their phones. The problem is it becomes a huge issue if you lock yourself out. Wow! Yeah, and they started a fire, couldn't get in, and caused over $30,000 in damage. And finally, story number three, guy uh, was able to shut down an airport for over four hours. He called in a bomb threat because he was upset that he had to pay for a baggage fee. He tried to pay in cash. They told him they weren't accepting cash, of course, because of the pandemic. So now he had to pay for his carry-on, which, no offense, is the sign of a terrible, terrible Airline, but you know you can't call in a bomb threat. So of course he got himself in trouble. And again, the airport was shut down for four hours over a baggage fee that he couldn't pay for. <laughs> Good gosh! Uh, kind of glad I don't have to help you sort through this because I look. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, Chase. Story two and three are super terrible. That being said, it's solely up to you which one you think's from Florida. I'm sticking with three. I, I I could see myself or one of you doing that. <laughs> Well, uh, McCall not here to defend herself, so I guess credit where credit is due. And look, if I, I, I'll i be honest with you. If it was going to be anything that I was going to get really upset with at an airport, it is 100, 100% actually just the lack of space on the airplane. You realize they are started to... You know, I'll get to it. Let's let's find out the information you really want to know, which is, is it story number three, AJ? Well, AJ, it is! Congratulations, James, you win that Johnny O'Spudnut's gift card. And you get entered in, of course, for that Logan Lane's gift card we're giving away at the end of the month. Congratulations. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Thanks so much. You are welcome. And kudos to you doing it solo. Normally, you got everybody has a teammate. Though, I got I to be honest. Top the Dome, could have swore it was story number two. That actually happened in Nashville. Like, I have played with fireworks before. I have a favorite shirt that is a not a huge hole, but a, a decent-sized hole on the side of it because we we're shooting bottle rockets out of our hand, and they were cheap ones, and it backfired and lit my shirt on fire, which I think makes it a cool story, which, is of course, a stupid thing that you always say when you know you're getting involved in something dumb. You're like, oh, at least it'll be a great story. <laughs> that being said, uh, bonus Florida knot. no. No, I will say on behalf of McCall, I don't think she would ever call in a bomb threat, nor would I over baggage claims. For myself, though, there was one thing. Well, I got to tell you, airlines are trying to make me do it because there is an upgrade because, of course, there was too much leg space already. don't know if you saw this. Bonus Florida now with AJ McCall at VFX. McCall out sick. AJ flying solo. So James said that he could see himself or one of McCall and I calling a bomb threat, much like the guy in story number three, the Florida story, because he wanted to get a baggage claim. No. I've accepted it, though I will acknowledge. Like, I would choose an airport that doesn't charge me for my carry-on because to me that's a sign of a bad airport. The thing that would get me though is this new upgrade that we're all going to get. Because of course, when we sat on a plane, we all thought, "Man, there's just there's too much legroom. I'd really like to be standing up, basically." Because airlines have introduced an economy minus class, as consumers have called it. It's a class below the basic one, which is meant to again. Cut amenities, raise profits, and give people a chance to bargain hunt, which I totally get because flights are not a cheap thing. I the picture that I saw, real or fake? Because I thought this was a lie. I, this is an Onion article. It has to be. Look like, you know, when you stand in the, there's those standing roller coasters and they you like sit down and they have the the little wedge that goes between your legs and the straps go over the top. It looked like that, and then they were just bunched up next to each other. That's what the picture of the seats looked like. But this is a thing. Quote, unquote, the bargain airlines have already introduced it. Delta is one of the main ones has, with American Airlines and United Airlines saying they're on the verge of introducing their own versions of, quote, basic economy fare, which again, consumers have dubbed economy minus. I mean, soon there's going to be what? A economy triple minus? Look, we'll strap you to the back of the plane. We'll charge you next to nothing. And if you make it there, cool. If you don't, well, tough. You got to sign this waiver. Like that Might just shoot people out of a cannon at this point. Good god. Like I get it. Plane tickets are are not cheap, but I don't want to be standing with someone's like falling asleep, they lean back just a little bit and all of a sudden I got something in my trachea. Oh, it's this dude's head. That that I could potentially maybe see myself calling in not a bomb threat, a very angry phone call. Bonus Florida not on VFX. Not done with the stories in Florida not. That was your bonus Florida not because also taco bell was featured it was in nashville story number two and admittedly it was the story i probably would have voted for if mccall had been giving the stories but you know it's tough to beat employees decide to play with fireworks lock the doors to keep customers out actually lock themselves out and do three thirty thousand dollars worth of damage because they set the place on fire those employees probably all had to be canned in the age of the walkout and then there's one that participated in doordash granted not taco bell but look There's been plenty of commercials done. It's their whole thing. Doritos' new advertising budget is the fact that the dust leaves fingerprints. It tracks. One DoorDash delivery driver thought they could get away with uh, sneaking one. Too bad that uh, somebody had a porch cam. (laughs) One of the best Super Bowl commercials I thought from this, was it the past year? Maybe the year before, was the Mila Kunis and Ashley Kutcher one with the Doritos because Doritos has its own evidence. You have dust for fingerprints. It's going to figure it out. It's going to stick to you and leave marks. AJ McCall at VFX McCall out sick today. So if you decided that you were going to try and get away with a crime, like there's not a whole lot of other foods out there that leave evidence. Otter pops, lollipops, be like, ah, oh, well, I hope you don't stick Like you, you're done. The evidence is there. You stick your tongue, it's going to be purple. Like, oh, hmm, I wonder who ate the lollipops. So, a woman ordered some Taco Bell via DoorDash, got delivered to her house, and the seal was broken. Looked like it had been opened. She thought, okay, apparently this does happen occasionally. Maybe, just maybe. Porch Pirates was a thing. I'll check my DoorBell camera. She did, only to see there clear as day that her DoorDash delivery driver just happened to have Doritos dust on her fingers, and she was missing a Doritos Locos Taco. I mean... You got to be smarter than that, bro. You got to go for the the Ev like the the Bean Burrito or something. There's no evidence left. And it reminds me one of the dumbest lies I've ever told you. We always have those cringy moments, right? Your brain never seems to etch in the great moments, but man, it will take forever to erase those cringy ones out. It's high school, and I want to say it was like standardized testing day and I got out for half day. So we wandered over to an area in town near the high school that had a bunch of restaurants. And some people went to this pizza place. I happened to go to a Wendy's. And I got a drink. And then I came back in to sit with them because the pizza place was like this booth place. Actually really cool. They deliver it on these trains that run around the store. So I sat down. One of the workers there comes up and goes, you guys bring any food from outside? I immediately go, Nope. While raising my glass to him that clearly says Wendy's on it, which everyone roasted to me for. Like, your cup says Wendy's on it, man. You idiot. And I can't get that out of my brain. It's one of the dumbest lies I've ever told. I just had to throw my cup away. Like, what did it matter? I'm not going to be getting refills or anything. It's like I'm going to wander up there and be like, oh, this isn't our cup. But it's one of the dumbest lies ever because the evidence was right there, me. So... Look, ultimately, I'm glad criminals are stupid and they get caught, but I'm so appalled at the level of stupidity at this delivery driver thinking, okay, it'd be like eating, uh, taking a a funnel cake, right? Summerfest had funnel cake. You can't get away with that. You steal someone's funnel cake. It looks like you just walked into a, a powdered sugar tornado. It exploded everywhere. You can't get away with that, idiot. But that's enough about fast food this morning because... We, we all need to eat from home. I got fruit at home telling myself I'm going to go home and I'm going to eat fruit and I'll have dinner tonight. We're going to cook. We're going to cook with good seasonings. We're going to use garlic. We're going to use onion, which two of the most potent things in terms of smells you can use in the kitchen. But the problem is if you had to wander around with just one of them on you, which would be the best of the worst? What's the lesson you learn when you start cooking by yourself? Seasonings are a good thing, not just salt and pepper. There's more stuff that you can add and... Maybe, maybe I'm like we're intermediate in my household. AJ and I did cool 103. <laughs> AJ and McCall on VFX. McCall out solo. See, I get to do it so rarely. Biffed it up. Um, but maybe we're in the intermediate stages because now basically the seasoning we have kind of are the same no matter what dish we're using. But you know, you get the paprikas, you get your your garlic and onion powder, all that, and then it's great. It smells amazing. The thing is, some of those things really tend to linger because. Pretty much garlic goes in everything, and onions can kind of go in everything too, which are two of the most potent smells out there. Would you rather Wednesday? You just happen to be cooking up a storm, and you got to smell like one of them for the rest of your life. Which is it? And to me, I feel like the answer obviously has to be. I was going to say garlic, and then right as I was about to say, I'm like, hey, no, no. Because I was going to say, okay, garlic. Doesn't smell great, but it, it, to me, it's fancier than smelling like onions, because who knows where the onions came from? There's just, onions have just become de facto additions to food. There's nothing fancy about them. They're great, don't get me wrong. I love them on everything, on hot dogs, add them to meat dishes, put them on my burgers. I'm in. But the thing is, is that, like, I'm <laughs> thinking about it now, there's plenty of stories I've read where the characters describe as smelling like garlic, and everybody's like, no, nah, I'm completely repulsed. I mean, there's no winning in this. That's how Would You Rather Wednesday goes. Am I wrong? Is our onions, is it more subtle? Like, you have to smell like it one way or the other, but do onions come off as a more pleasant smell? You can vote for the poll of the day right now. Garlic is winning for what you would rather smell like. I mean, you'd have the benefit of no vampires, and the AJ McCall Show has at least once been told by someone that they are married to a vampire, so choose whether they believe uh, believe they exist or not. I was thinking solely as, as garlic being thought of is at least a little bit more fancy like you could play it off like oh yeah you know i'm a am actually a top tier chef i cook fancy dishes all the time but I, I don't know that anyone would care just be like you know look we, we don't we don't care what you do you stink you stink please just get away from me i'm sticking with garlic but i guess i don't this is i'm exposing my ignorance when it comes to cooking that maybe just maybe i don't know quite enough to speculate on this one vote for the thermo fisher poll today it's on our instagram uh story utah's vfx would you rather smell like garlic or onion just all the time going with garlic because i thought i thought okay fancier easier to explain but i don't know now i'm starting to think looking at my brains pulling up all the fiction that i've read over the years usually there's a character in in some of those books that's described as like sneaking like garlic and you're like i can't stand him Harry Potter comes to mind, right? Professor Quarrell. And they're like, ugh, ugh. Because of his run with vampires. Would you rather Wednesday, inspired by that, which is sick today, but she was saying she had sinus issues. Speaking of which, you could help people with that if you were doused in garlic. As I've seen it, people stick cloves of garlic in their nose to try and clear out their sinuses, which cannot, cannot be pleasant. But it's inspired by McCall because I think by very just stating onions, she probably now smells them on her hands. It's something post-COVID that has just been nuts for her. And I, I look, I feel bad. Someone in my household has had things change post-COVID, and I, I do. I feel bad, but also I love cheese, so the fact that I get it all to myself is kind of great. I'm not saying I don't feel bad. I'm just saying I'm also not going to acknowledge or disacknowledge the fact that I get all the cheese in the household. A.J. McCall VFX. A.J. Fly, solo McCall sick. Would you rather Wednesday was, would you rather smell like onions or garlic? Because I thought for sure the answer would 100% be garlic, especially because post-COVID, I think just at the mention of onion, McCall can't get the smell off her hands because she talked about, right, peanut butter, soda, chocolate, all tastes weird. Metallicy, gross. But the new thing she's been talking about is that whenever she uses onions, She feels like, doesn't matter how much she scrubs her hands, for days on end, it feels like she's holding an onion in her hand, even when it's just her hand by itself, which is nuts to me. So I was curious, you can text 68255, then start your text with VFX, post-COVID afflictions in terms of things changing, smells, tastes, what what have they been? Because in my household, I've been lucky enough that I haven't had any change, but my girlfriend, the one big one, has been cheese, which, let's be honest. Super, super sucks because cheese is amazing and cheese on anything pretty much makes it better. But just this week, for example, we, we made some uh, basically barbecue pulled chicken. We make a little subs out of them with cheese, and she only eats a couple of them because the cheese affects the taste <laughs> that we add to it. So I get the extra sandwiches, I get my choice of the cheeses, and I'm like, look, I feel bad because, again, cheese is a great addition. But also, I get all the cheese in the house. Now, I'm not saying I go out of my way to suggest things with cheese on them. But we just kind of naturally put it on everything. We love mac and cheese. Cheese goes on sandwiches. Who doesn't love queso? It goes on salads. I mean, it's just kind of on everything. So being the one that gets kind of the first dibs on everything because it tastes weird to her. I'm supposed to stand here and say that it sucks having all those choices? No, it's great. I feel bad for it, but I think it feels great. Now, because of this, right, you're going to put the rule in the house. We're going to limit cheese consumption as a total because what one of us can't do, we both can't because we're a unit. We're a team. I go, okay, well, now I'm going to have to start sneaking around with cheese. i have to have to start <laughs> have cheese whenever I want. But I hope, I hope that for some of you that had a change of sense or a change of taste that has gone back. McCall. I don't think it has in any sense. And the onion one was more of a newer one, which sounds terrible because we all know how much she loves to cook. And for Ashley, I hope that she gets her love of cheese or the taste of cheese back because like I, I don't know how you live without that. Like I said, there's pretty much any any lunch or dinner dish you can come up with. There's probably a way to put cheese on it, and I'm gonna be good with it. That being said, I'm not I'm not gonna be sad that I get all most of like 90% of the cheese in the household. I'm just flat out not gonna be sad. Yesterday, I was talking about loving the smell of kickballs and got completely sidetracked for a great reason. We decided to start figuring out if we could do an AJ and McCall kickball league. I feel like I should go back to that and explain it because when we start talking about wandering past a game of uh, kickball, some kids are playing, like, I just want to take a big whiff. Probably ought to add a little bit more context to that. So I'll try and do just that. Look, I'm not going to be mad about the fact that we got into a discussion about making an AJ and McCall dodgeball league yesterday because. If there's dodgeball, I'm there. I felt like at my high school, when I was there, about that time, like 20, uh, 2003 to 2017, It's about the time I started phasing out dodgeball for whatever reason, best sport ever to play in, in gym, but it's nothing here, they're there. AJ McCall at VFX, AJ flying solo McCall out sick, wishing her well. But the whole reason we got into the stories because a couple days ago, I was out for a walk, and I saw some kids playing kickball, and I thought, man, I just want to take a whiff. The kickball, because there's something about, and I'm talking about those ones, you know, that they were normally red. They had that cross stitching and they made that ping sound when they hit something, especially when they hit people. Would take me right back to childhood. You know, it was just a moment. I was like, oh, that'd be great. Because another one, even though who uses them anymore, traditional pencils is like pencil shavings. Like when you went up, especially when you had the special one, right? You get those shiny pencils and you wanted to go up and sharpen it. Up there in the little metal grinder thing, right? You sh- use the pencil sh- uh, sharpener up in class. Something about that smell, too. Would, uh, you know, it'd take me right back. I think I would just have flashbacks all of a sudden. Because why was it always the coolest ones, too? All the coolest pencils, all the coolest floors. They're always like unicorns. Is there ever anything that was like dragons or whatever that I could ever find? It was those bright-colored unicorns. And you're like, look, dude or not, I'm a- these are fire. I'm going to get them. And you did. And he hit him in the back, but they were the coolest, at least in elementary school. Got a text message here. Oh, Joe says uh, trapper keepers. Apparently they're coming back to stores. <laughs> so I might just wander over there to take a big whiff of them because I'll easily be taken back to school. Hey, more power, more power to you. Uh, I would enjoy this as an adult. And I had this conversation. I was up in Broadcasting Live in Idaho Last week, and I was talking to some people, I guess they, they drove through rainstorm to get to the event. And they were talking about how even in Idaho, the storm, worst storm, 15 minutes, normal storm, 30 seconds. It's one of the things I miss most about the Midwest, but when you get a real good storm, you go out and you smell the rain. Oh, it's so amazing. Or even just sitting watching a rainstorm would be, take me right back. Just something relaxing about it. I don't know. It's, it's peaceful, even though it's not. Brings inner peace to me, I guess. Chaos on the inside, reflecting what's on the outside, maybe, and so then they find equilibrium. But what is the smell that would take you back to childhood? Because thus far I've got pencil shavings, kickballs, Joe says Trapper Keeper, and I say a rainstorm. Yeah, getting a little weird. (laughs) What question would you always say no to? Because the answer might be, hey, can I smell your kickball? And you just out of pure weirdness, and I totally understand. The answer might be no, because there's one thing that's become a trend that actually we're going to get into as well that involves a, a very big decision in one's life that I would say, no, that seems spiteful. There's no way you can spin this in a positive light, but we'll see because I'm at wit's end a little bit trying to figure out how to help my friend who's going through a major life event. That's coming up in the Auto Matrix Group debate at 8 in less than 10 minutes. on VFX. Yesterday was full of things that have just become absolute no's. AJ and McCall and the Automations Group debated eight on VFX. AJ flying solo. McCall out sick. Snickles. A Snickers jammed inside of a pickle is an absolute no. Frankly, pickles as a whole. The Snickles is a hell no. Everything else is an absolute no. Like, do you want pickles on? No, no, I don't. Don't ask. I don't want them. I don't want them on anything. And, yeah, it again, it sounds like it was something that was invented at a fair or carnival, which... Do you want to go on a fair carnival roller coaster? And I've decided I'm good. After seeing the viral video of the magic carpet ride, and it's on our Twitter, Utah's VFX in Traverse City, Michigan is where it was, that almost fell backwards if it weren't for like 15 to 20 people putting their body weight to hold it down until the ride could stop, I'm good. Do I want to ride the roller coaster that's been driven around on a truck and nail gunned into the ground It's going to be here for the weekend and then on to the next place? I'm solid. I I think I will stick on the ground. And probably, in all honesty, I think I would take the snickle over the roller coaster ride. So the question started with absolute no's yesterday. The question becomes, what are things that you will always answer no with? Do you want to make a left turn off of Main Street in Logan, Utah? No, no, I don't. I would prefer absolutely not to. Frankly, do I want to drive on Main Street? In Logan to begin with, not really because it's everybody drives there, but heaven forbid, the light that gets me every time is center and main. Have you ever tried to turn left on that light? Like, In all honesty, shout out to the Logan Police Department, Cash Valley, and Highway Patrol, and all of them. Because you could probably literally just camp there and watch people decide, no, no, I'm going to gun it now because if I don't, I'm going to sit here for 10 minutes. I remember... Would I probably, within the first year I moved here, I sat in that light and I thought, oh, because I lived at the Riverwoods. I was like, I'm going to turn left here. Stupid decision. I was the third car in line when we pulled up to stop. It took me three green lights to get to turn left. And, and it's not like that's a side road. It's main and center, two of the busiest roads. Oh, would I like to take a left turn? Absolutely not. Now, thinking about this, of course, the Sniggles and the uh, Carnival slash Fair Rides is what got this going yesterday. But the other thing is that a new trend that has been, quote, popping up, and we talk about it whenever we see it because we just can't figure it out, uh, McCall and myself, is divorce parties. Because it seems like everything's now being marked with, because in all honesty, major life events have been marked with parties, right? Baby showers, wedding showers wedding day, birthdays, graduations, they're all significant life events, but they all have the, des- the designation of being an accomplishment, something achieved, something new, something exciting, a big decision, which divorce is a big decision, it is something new, but a divorce party, to me, is something that is absolutely no, if someone asks me, should I throw one, do you want to be invited to one, do you want to be part of one, do you want to plant one? The answer every time would be no. That being said, now being an adult and obviously having ill feelings towards divorce because it's not a great thing, but a child of divorce, I have absolutely no idea what to do for adult friends that are going through it, and I'm at wit's end. So, because I want to help cheer them up, but no, the divorce party is not the answer. So anything short of that, I'm open to suggestions. Six eight two five five. Remember of text the VFX as we get to that for the Automatrix Group debate at 8. I read once there's a theory that the reason we feel like time travels faster as adults than it does as kids is because when you're a kid, you're learning so much new stuff. It doesn't seem like it's going by because those are such significant moments and memories that they stack up. As an adult, you learn less and less new things. So it feels like time flies faster between these significant moments that stand out. AJ and McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. AJ flying solo McCall out sick. And I feel like, okay, I could get behind that. The thing is that would make that, I feel like, fall apart a little bit as an argument is that I feel like being an adult is a ton of glass-shattering moments, which I feel like are the exact same, would have the same impact as learning something new because, like, you go through things... Your friends get married for the first time. Your friends buy a house. You buy a house. It's like these glass shattering moments of things you know you're going to do, but then you're like, oh my gosh, we really are those adults. Like, one my uh, three of my core group of four friends, they all own houses now. And it's like, I'm the only one with a house. Glass shatters. They got married. Glass shatters. They have a kid. Glass shatters. And now, for the first time in my adult life, someone of, what, peer status that I'm close to is going through a divorce. And... I have no idea what to say, even as it is a child of divorce and and my friend doesn't they don't have any kids. but I'm like, i wish I feel like I should be equipped to say something, but what I know he's been excommunicated, and he's back out doing stuff, but louis c k had a joke that he said, Don't say sorry or or be sad for those that are getting divorced. It's a happy day in their life because no good marriages end in divorce. It's a decision they held but I don't know that that's true. I'm sure there's some, obviously, with divorce parties and the, and the need to, quote, win the breakup, and I would say probably be spiteful, that are happy to see the day. But I think ultimately, you reflect that one inward a little bit. Like, you you see it as a failure on both fronts, right? That's how I took my parents' divorce, is it affected me to the point that I think I've been so terrified up until recent history that I was like, Everyone, of course, goes in saying, one and done. I'm only going to get married once. But I think it scared me so much, ignoring the fact that I was a train wreck. I think there were two girls in college, maybe three in my life, that I think we we could have potentially been married. But I was so terrified of making sure that it was absolutely perfect right that I avoided it completely. And I was a train wreck, so it definitely wouldn't have worked out. So I think ultimately it was the right decision. But there's no not acknowledging the fact that, yeah, like that was a factor as well. And you don't, I don't feel like you could be like, it'll get better because it's one of those things like, it feels condescending the older I get, like they know it's going to get better. So telling them that isn't going to do it. And you can't make jokes because it's a very emotional time. Obviously I, uh, giving them space seems to be the answers. What I found out as I, as I talked just a little bit, my friend going through this emotional turmoil but it's so tough, right, to sit on the sidelines because you know, you know they're hurting and you're like, what? I got to be able to do something. So maybe just maybe divorce parties. I realize it was absolutely not a no. Maybe divorce parties are a good idea, but not to celebrate the fact that you got divorced. Maybe just to celebrate the person themselves. Is that? I feel like I've come full circle on this because I came into this like, no, no divorce parties ever. They're spiteful. I feel like they're mean. They're just there, I think, to rub it into whoever you're leaving's face. Hey, look, I'm great. I'm, ha- I'm going to miss out on this. And maybe you think that and maybe it wasn't your fault. Maybe the other one committed infidelities or whatever it is. But maybe a divorce party is the answer. But it's just like, hey, look, here's the people that love you. You get together with friends, you do something fun, you know, a distraction. Solely what it is is just to get your mind out and just try and show you that eventually, yeah, it's going to be tough to get through this and weather the emotional and mental trauma as you deal with it. But there's going to be good times again. I didn't think I was going to arrive there at the start of this. It's like I just had my own therapy session. and There's no denying 100% that my parents' divorce has greatly affected me. It happened when I was at six. They still can't be in the same room. It's a, it's a whole thing. My brother and I talk about it all the time. But if you have suggestions for small or big things to do to help people going through divorce, be good information, I think, to be armed with as I really want to help my friend and have no idea what to do. Now, I'm not saying necessarily I would go out of my way to divorce someone who got out of the shower and put their socks on first, but we can all acknowledge that's a little bit unusual. Ironically enough, I now know someone that does that, aside if they're a sociopath. You're just getting out of the shower. You feel refreshed. You feel clean. Maybe it was long overdue. Who knows? No one's judging the age of uh, post-pandemic and pandemic itself. What do you put on after you get dried off? A.J. McCall at VFX, A.J. Flyde, Solo McCall out sick. To me, the answer is some form of undergarment covering. Because if I'm getting ready for the day, then that's what's going on first because then it's shirt and pants, et cetera. And if I'm just at home, it's probably something comfortable. PJS like some shorts. That's it. Now, I will put this asterisk because while McCall and I while discussing yesterday, maybe in the same on the same side of the agreement here, we are in different sides of the agreement when it comes to socks in general. I'm not anti-sock, but like at home and all like I just don't want them on. They're not on at home. They're not on when I sleep. I find them constricting, I guess. It also doesn't hurt for that side of the argument that I am entwined with someone who would be barefoot all the time if she could choose to be in my girlfriend. But socks is not first. Like even when you're stripped down, socks is not the last thing you take off, right? It It's weird. Socks is usually pretty quick. But, Producer Butters said, and he had a good reason, which he wanted to keep, but he, he puts socks on first when he gets out of the shower. And it's weird to me. It's like the whole discussion again when you put your socks and shoes on. Do you do sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? And i got to be honest— Putting socks on first out of the shower, putting sock, shoe, socks, shoe on when you get ready in the day makes you absolutely insane. No, socks is not the first thing you put on in the shower. Yes, you put socks on before pants. If you're getting ready and you need to put socks on as, and shoes on as the last thing to do, it's sock, socks, shoe, shoe. Who does socks, shoes? It's that's nuts. That is absolutely nuts to me. Like you're No! I will not listen to some argument that while I'm already working on that foot, I'm gonna get it. No. That is a weird sensation to just have one sock and shoe on while the other one's just standing over there all by its lonesome, cold and lonely. Absolutely not. <clears throat> so I refuse to believe there's anyone else out there that gets out of the shower and goes, Yes, socks first. No, no, you don't. Feet are part of the thing. You air dry, you're walking around anyway. It, it's fine. Six eight two five five. Number to text, start your text with VFX. If you want to join, though, with producer Butters, because that's what he does. And look, we already know, I think he's a little bit nuts. He has to be to be at the charge of McCall and myself. She's out sick, sending her some well wishes, hoping she feels better. Um, and no matter what, be sure if McCall has to swing by and pick up some medicine, maybe to help herself get to sleep, some nycor whatever, be sure it doesn't matter how awful she's feeling, she's not going to park terribly. Look, sports car, we already... We're already looking at You didn't need to do anything else to get our attention, but Park Narc nominee decided, no, that wasn't enough. I need to just flex a little bit so you really see me. I don't know if there's any NASCAR fans, but nominee number one for Park Narcs this week in Utah's VFX pin atop our Facebook page reminds me of NASCAR movies. And if you have, like, Days of Thunder comes to mind for me. The person who parks diagonally like that is always the villain. AJ and McCall, AJ flying solo McCall out sick. Make sure you vote for the parking spot that is the worst in cash Valley this week nominee number one is parked diagonally looks like they could be partially parked in the park that they seem to be visiting while also firmly planting their back tires in a special needs spot and as always we always double check and then eh, i think they're supposed to be there i don't think they have the pass and then of course you heard me say look you see a, a beautiful beautiful sleek black corvette you're gonna, you're gonna turn a little bit i know nothing about cars but i'm still gonna look at it it's gorgeous But this vet decided, well, that's just not enough tension. I need even more. Why aren't you looking at me? Eyes on me. Right here. Right here. Right here. So it took up two spots, which, again, I will give at least a little caveat to, because if you're parked in that absolutely gorgeous car, last thing you want is to risk a door ding. So I'll concede a little bit on that, but then it all goes out the window when you open your doors all the way. And also, look. I know in Utah we don't do the security thing. Look, I'm the paranoid one because I go go to places where friends and family are, and I still lock my doors. Oh, I'm the weird one. You, you the car that night's going to draw attention, and you're going to leave the doors wide open. I mean, come on, really? Now, I will tell you, our vote doesn't count. Also, not trying to influence you, but just in case you're curious, McCall and I did both vote ourselves for nominee number two. See them both for yourselves. Vote, because Friday we will find out who's the worst parker in Cache Valley. Also got a message today. Someone asked, how do I submit for park narcs? It's really easy. You see bad parking. Safely take a picture, and then you can send it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX, and your internet, which, of course, gives you a chance if you get to play weekly to win a prize you find the worst parking job in Cache Valley. And then, of course, there's the tournament at the end of the year to crown the worst parking job of the year. So if you see bad parking, submit it to Utah's VFX and vote for it. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. No McCall here today. She's out sick. AJ McCall at VFX. That being said, I went and found a Facebook post that I think channels a little bit of her energy as well because we know relatively recently plants became her new obsession. And I landed on... Uh, Four-page comics, everything I touch dies, His lady looks at her dead houseplants. Death himself shows up, we're hiring, if you're looking for a job. She says, sure, shakes his hand, he dies. I wouldn't put it past death to play a cruel prank, but either way, it's hilarious. AJ Knight would call Taylor Addison on Facebook, so you can play Facebook roulette. And I'm kind of curious, do you think it's genetic? Like, So if it's a green thumb, is it like a black thumb? Is that what it is? Is that genetic? Because... I feel like I've always grown up with family members, specifically parents who are like, we're going to do our own garden. And I think, I think my dad and stepmom have gotten around to actually producing some stuff that they've used in the kitchen. But I, I feel like it, it has to be genetic because I don't feel like I have a green thumb at all. I feel like it would be quite the opposite. We have plenty of houseplants in our, in our household now, and Ashley's done a great job. But the, the big ones, the big ones, the ones that need a little bit more attention, a little bit special care, they, they hadn't done so well. So I don't know. Maybe a black thumb's genetic. Either way, that'll be like, comment, shared. Again, AJ and I, McCall, Taylor, find and at us across all social media. Same with AJ and McCall. That's AJ, A-N-D, M-C-C-A-L-L, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Keep teasing that. Uh, Cribs uh, behind the scenes look at what goes on in the studio. That is coming soon as well as some other stuff. So find and follow us if you haven't already and then vote for Parknarks pinned pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. If you take away one thing from this morning, remember, no matter what, when you get out of the shower, do not put your socks on first. That is crazy. as a sign of absolute insanity. There's no way anybody does that but producer Butters. Other than that... Um, I would say enjoy the cooler weather, but it'd be tongue-in-cheek. I mean, it's like 7 degrees cooler, but how much of a difference is it when we're talking about 100-degree weather going down to 92-degree weather? But make sure to hydrate, put on sunscreen, and don't run at the pool. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall Show, also send good vibes, good wishes to McCall. She was out sick today, so we hope she feels better and we get her back tomorrow. And until tomorrow, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.